Welcome to the Speak Up Talk Radio Network. I am Pat Rulo. We specialize in author interviews, audiobook, and podcast production, as well as the prestigious Firebird Book Awards and the Positive Change Podcast Awards. We also feature our fun and our short podcast that allows authors to record their own writing tip on our very own Boom Bang Oh My Gosh Wow podcast. And you can find that along with the rest of our offerings at speakuptalkradio.com. Oh, I'm always happy to have a returning author. And today I'm happy to share a recent Firebird Book Award winning author with you again. She is Courtney Turner Hoyle. And her winning book this time is titled Solomon's Tears. Courtney says, I was raised in Unicoi County, surrounded by the traditions and dialect of the area. I embraced the regional stories, mountain views, culture, except sweet tea, and unannounced visits and sought to correct the misconceptions about the local people and the town stories that turned into rumors. I reside in Irwin, Tennessee with my children and husband, and I've hiked the section of the Appalachian Trail near my home, visited many of the caves and other mountain trails in the area, and am fascinated by their enigmatic appeal. I like reading, writing, and any reasonable music. Most of all, I enjoy sharing stories and adventures with my children and making memories through their experiences. And I am so excited to have her back again. So welcome back, Courtney. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Oh, I'm glad to have you here as well. And congratulations once again on the Firebird Book Award win. Thank you so much. And this book is doing very well, Solomon's Tears. Before we got on the air, you told me something about the Amazon standing. Why don't you share a little bit about that with us? They always tell authors not to really look at that and to just kind of let it go. And I just happened to be online yesterday, and I noticed that it was in the top 10 in one of its categories, and it actually landed right around number six. So I could be looking at a number one spot for an Amazon bestseller very soon. Oh, isn't that exciting? And you weren't even looking for that, right? I wasn't, and I was just pleasantly surprised. (laughs) Well, when you pour your heart and soul into something, good things happen. I certainly hope so. (laughs) All righty. So let's talk about the book, Solomon's Tears. It is a paranormal suspense. Uh, It's in line with a lot of my other books, primarily the Palewoods Mystery Series. In fact, there are several characters from the Palewoods Mystery Series in that book, and that's why I've titled um, it additionally as a Pellwood Suspense. So when when they look at the book, they may see the, the cover as more of kind of a horror or, a, or just more a natural element, but there's no need to worry if they're afraid that it's going to be gory because it's not gory. It, it's just more suspenseful. And the cover... Is, is very apt. It has a lot of the, the, I guess if you look at it, there's a, there's a picture of a little boy with a, a tear and a little ghost in the tear and it, it, so it can, it can look pretty scary. But the book is about Ketrin Googe. She's a middle-aged mother and she has quite a few children. She has five. And one day she's out for a walk and she feels like Someone is missing. She feels like maybe one of her children is missing. So she does a quick child count, as we all tend to do if we're either, if we're either mothers of a large family or maybe even if we're out on a field trip with children. 
And she finds out that, no, all of her children are there and accounted for. But she just still has this nagging feeling. And then it's coupled with some anxiety in her house. It's almost as if right around the time she has that feeling that she starts to hear some cries in the house. And there's feelings of something watching her. And it just, it plagues her mind to the point that she also starts to remember her childhood. And in a lot of ways, this book has a dual timeline in that you have the present with Ketrin and her family, but you also get a real glimpse into her history, into how she might feel the way that she's feeling. And there is a history of mental illness in her family and how that might also play a part in what's going on with her as well. Fascinating. And yes, the cover you have uh, in the in the eye, there's the picture of the house in the eye too, right? Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. The house, you may think at first look, well, that's Petron's house, but it may in fact not be. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on in the cover. There is, there is. And I had a brilliant cover designer. Her name is Taylor Dawn, and she's with Sweet 15 Design Incorporated, and she is just a a fantastic designer. I asked her to be here with me today, but she had some conflictions and wasn't able to make it. But she she does really brilliant work, and this is something that I kind of told her what I wanted, and she, she was able to come up with that within 30 minutes. Oh, wow. she was she's that brilliant so lucky to find somebody like that i certainly am I, i'm certainly glad that she was able to work with me mm-hmm. so where did the idea for this story come from honestly i was out for a walk with my children and i felt like one of my children was missing and i looked around it, it's something very similar to what happened to ketrin i knew it <laughs> when you were just telling the, the, the little peek into the storyline, I'm like, this happened to Courtney. <laughs> yes, I, I have a large family, as you know. And so I try to make sure everyone is present and accounted for at all times. And just one day I, I felt like, well, there's, there's someone who's not here. And, and I just looked around. We were still in the yard. And I looked around and I thought, well, no, everyone is there. So, but then it, It's interesting how things like that happen. I remember many, many years ago, I was home alone, and this was when my children were younger and they were in school, and I was sitting on the couch reading or whatever I was doing, and I heard whispering, Mom. And it sounded like one of my kids, and I I jumped up and looked in all the rooms, and obviously no one was there because they were in school. And that always stayed with me as well. And actually, now that you said this, this would make a great beginning of a story if I could write something like that. That would be great. (laughs) I don't know. You've got quite a talent yourself um, in putting these thoughts and books together. So um, I think I'll leave it to you. How's that? (laughs) I appreciate that. But I I believe that anyone can write. Everyone has Everyone has a special talent and a special gift. And and part of yours is your your kindness. I, I always feel that whenever I talk to you or whenever I receive messages from you. You're so kind and you're a pleasant 
person to be interviewed by. Oh, well, we can hang up now and call it a day. That was very nice. (laughs) Thank you for saying that. I appreciate it. It means a lot to me that you say that because I really do care. I'm really always so interested to find out where people come up with their ideas and, you know, and how they sit down to write this. How long did it take you to write this book? It took me about a month and a half to write it. And then I spent another week or so editing it. I sent it to my beta readers and they loved it. And it was around this time last year when I finished it, but I just released it the 2nd of August Mm -hmm. because I had some other books ahead of it. And the 2nd of August is my youngest son's birthday. (laughs) So I wanted something that would be, um, that I could, that I could have for him. And so this is the book that I decided to go ahead and publish on his birthday. Oh, I love that. I love that. And why did you title it Solomon? Why did you use that name? That's within the story. Uh, that is something that readers will have to read, okay. read in the story to, to find out. But I will say that Solomon is one of my favorite biblical characters. Mm-hmm. And I've always loved the name. So, I knew that it would be a name that I would use in one of my stories. Now, Ketron is a family name. And when my mother and I were doing our Ancestry.com research, we landed on a love Ketron um, and then with our last name. And I thought Ketron is a beautiful name. I mean, of course, love is a lovely name as well. But Ketron, I, I had never, ever heard it. So I decided that the character in this story felt like Ketron. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love how all of this comes together. So, so much family surrounding it. Um, and that is a beautiful name. And I've never heard it before either. It's lovely. Thank you. Yes. So you've been getting good feedback from this book, obviously. Have you heard it yourself personally or pretty much just reviews on Amazon? I've seen some reviews on Amazon. But I belong to a couple of Facebook groups, and whenever I released it, as I said, it was my son's birthday, so I kind of released it and let it go that day. Mm -hmm. And I had his party, and I focused on him, and then the next day I picked back up, and I was going to do some marketing, and I looked around, and everyone's already raving about it. (laughs) And I thought, well, that's wonderful. That makes my job a whole lot easier. But everyone who's read the story, there, there's nothing negative that they've said about it. And usually you'll, you'll find one or two little things that people say and, and you kind of just have to gloss over it. Mm-hmm. But with this one, everyone's been really excited. And I was so worried about the dual timeline within the book and about bringing in characters from another series, mm-hmm. but everyone seemed to really love it. Wow. Do you feel like your writing is improving? I do. I do. I still have books that are very close to my heart. Um, Petron, I feel like, was a very personal character for me. And then when I wrote Finding Emma, I I could feel as I was writing it that it was going to connect with readers. Mm -hmm. And so as I... As I have gone through, and of course, you know, we spoke about My Brother's Keeper the last time you interviewed me, and that was my first book. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, that's always going to be my book baby. (laughs) But, but yes, I really do feel as though my writing is improving. I'm getting better with my editing skills. And, and I did, I did go to school and get a master's degree. So 
I'm able to be able to edit and then send it to people who who also edit and and they can find these mistakes and they're fewer and fewer with mm-hmm. every book I write. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's got to feel so good. I do. Mm-hmm. I do. I I can't wait. Uh, I'm writing a, a Southern fiction right now that has a, a touch of mystery to it. And I know that it's not going to be released until towards this time next year. But knowing as I'm writing it that it will sometime be in the hands of readers, I can I can already feel <laughs> That, like I was talking about, that connection. But Solomon's Tears is very close to me, and I'm so glad everyone is enjoying it. Excellent. So you're working on another one. Is I'm sure there's more in your brain as well, yes? There are. Um, I have a sequel to Finding Emma, and it should be coming out. I have my Pellwoods Mystery Series. The first one was My Brother's Keeper. Then I had Pinky Square. I have Rose-Colored Glasses coming out in January. And then this one, um, I've loosely titled it, so I don't want to say anything about the title because I'm not sure. I've not confirmed that. That's fine. <laughs> not yet. Not until it's all the way written, and then I'll I'll know for certain. <laughs> but yes, there there's a lot coming out next next year, and I still have so many ideas. It I can drive down the road. And all of a sudden, something will come into my mind. Taking a shower, something will come into my mind. <laughs> With Taylor Dawn, uh, the lady that I was speaking about, sometimes she puts out covers and she'll do a a kind of grab-and-go cover um, thing on her website. And I'll see covers, and that'll make me think mm-hmm. of a story. Showers are the best, aren't they? You just come up with the best ideas in the shower or the middle of the night, you know, two times when you really can't be writing something down. <laughs> Very true. And driving, too. And But it's when, when I'm not, when the distractions are very low because yes. the children are otherwise occupied right. at those times that's when I can get these ideas. Oh, well, I'm glad you get the ideas, and I am happy that you share them with us. It's so fun to talk with you and just see you growing as an as a writer as well. So um, as we begin to wrap up here, anything we missed as far as Solomon's Tears that you wanted to highlight? Well, the story is set in Irwin, Tennessee. I am from Northeast Tennessee, and I try to set all of my stories in and around that area. It's very important to me. I love love this area. I love the people here. The community spirit is so strong and everyone has been very supportive of my author journey. And I write about what I know. So I may include some things that, you know, some trips that they take or I've written a fantasy. So of course you have to create your own world with that. But I don't usually stray too far from the cultures, values, traditions, and scenery of my hometown. And you know what, Courtney, there's no, there's no place more beautiful than Tennessee. My husband's from Tennessee. We have spent so much time there. And there's something about it that is just, I don't know, it just pulls at your heart. So there would be no reason for you to write outside of that. Lovely, lovely place. So It is. I'm very lucky to be here. Yes. Yep, you are. All right, my friend, why don't you share then contact information where folks can find out more about you, where they can get all of your books, especially Solomon's Tears. They're all available on Amazon. They are on Kindle Unlimited. Um, my next release will not be on Kindle Unlimited, but it will be 
in where what we call all fine books are sold. Um, then, but it will also be on Amazon for regular purchase. So Solomon's Tears um, can be also purchased on www.courtneyturnerhoyle.com. That's my website. Uh, but Barnes and Noble, just any anywhere you can look it up online, it should be able to be purchased. Um, you can contact me on the website that I just mentioned, www.courtneyturnerfoil.com. You can also reach out to me on Facebook. I have a page on Facebook, and I also have an advanced reader group called Book Bindings on, face- on Facebook as well. I'm on Instagram under Pell underscore mystery underscore, or Pell underscore Woods underscore mystery. And I'm also on TikTok. And that one's just Courtney Turner Hoyle. <laughs> Righty, you are everywhere you were supposed to be, as always. We are speaking with Courtney Turner Hoyle. Her winning book is titled Solomon's Tears, and her website is CourtneyTurnerHoyle.com. Courtney, I was looking forward to this other opportunity to talk with you again today. It's always so nice to talk with you and think about you often, just nestled in the beautiful hills of Tennessee. So enjoy, keep writing, and keep sharing with us. Okay, thank you so much, and thank you for all that you do.